Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. Welcome to Performance Hub with Dean Evans. Whispering Loudly is the Workshop Whisperer podcast with the number one business coach in the auto aftermarket in Australia and New Zealand. I'm producer Mel and we'd just like you to take a quick moment to screenshot this podcast and chuck it on your Facebook or Instagram stories or on your wall or whatever and do a shout out to the Workshop Whisperer. If you pop us in your stories and tag us, we'll tag you back and give your brand a little bit of visibility, hey? So we're all here to help each other today, which is why we've got Dean Evans in with us. He's been helping a lot of people and you've been loving him on the podcast. So we've got him on a little bit more this season for Performance Hub, which is a new series to talk about uh, performance aspects of your auto repair shop. Today we're talking about getting the team you want or getting the team you need. Hey, Dean, welcome to the show. Hey, Rach. Thanks for having me back again. Excellent. We are so excited to uh, bring the Performance Hub to life, uh, getting even more of your expert insights and tips around uh, what is required to be an elite uh, business owner in uh, in our auto aftermarket. So tell us, I'm curious, what is it that we need to know about getting the team that we need? Well, I've heard it said time and time again that you get the team you deserve and I actually think that's a complete falsehood. Why? Because, you know, no one asked, you didn't set out to employ uh, an inefficient or unproductive team member. You didn't um, set out to recruit uh, a dishonest uh, technician. Um, You know what, maybe in your personal life, you you didn't set out to marry a narcissistic partner. You chose, you chose the best you chose the best option available to you at the time, but over time, the individuals, you know, that the true nature of that individual reveals themselves to you. So when people say, you know, you get the team you deserve, that's kind of like saying, you know what, you were walking down the street and someone punched you straight in the face because you deserved it. It's, mm. it's completely false. What we do get, though, is we get the team that we need to show us the areas that we need to grow in as a leader, as a manager, uh, you know, maybe uh, as a as a you know as a partner as well. So when we look around, or you look around at the team that you've got, if there's individuals in that team and you don't feel that they're uh, that they're you know working to standard or their behaviour uh, is at a, uh, a you know, at an acceptable level for you, you know, it's not because you deserve that. It's because they are reflecting for you, demonstrating to you the very skill, the very attitude, the very habit, you know, the knowledge that you need to gain and glean in order to go and become the person who can go and address that situation, go and address that problem. Yeah, because people can wear masks, can't they? And uh, the the person that you were you know, a couple of months ago, a couple of years ago, when you may have hired that person, uh, when you may have been in a relationship or gone into a relationship with that person, you know, somebody could have been wearing a mask and they've fooled you into believing that they were someone that they are not. Uh, but you can be a different person then too, um, with a different set of life circumstances, making different choices. So tell us more. 
Well, every single one of us wears a mask, right? And we talk about um, we, we play various roles across our days, across our lives. Uh, you know, in my case, you know, a soon-to-be husband, father, brother, son, uncle, friend. These are all roles that we play. These are all characters, uh, you know, that we that we have as part of our persona. There's a fantastic book by a guy called Todd Herman called The Alter Ego Effect, right? It's a great read because we all have it. So the biggest person you'll ever fool if you do not believe that you play you know, roles or you have different characters is yourself. So the one mask that we need to remove is our own mask. And what does that uh, open us up to? Well, number one, it opens up to authenticity in terms of allowing us to explore for ourselves more of our capacity to lead, to manage, to grow, to give by exposing to us our own flaws those areas of ourselves or those areas of our role that we've actually been looking to uh, deflect or distance ourselves from ever having to address. So what does a team do, right? The more we want to bury our head in the sand, and, and we all understand, right? If you stick your head in the sand, then you know where you're going to get kicked. It's pretty straightforward. So when you consider from inside the workshop, um, if you've got these individuals that are not performing to standard, they're not meeting expectation, um, if you're choosing to do nothing about that, that is a role that you're playing. It is a disempowering piece of yourself that you are um, that you are not looking to address, right? You're just, really, you're accepting mediocrity. Um, not from the other person because they're just working in a way that they feel works for them, but you're accepting mediocrity from yourself as the leader of your auto repair shop because you are allowing that behavior, that performance to go unaddressed uh, and, and with no plan for improvement. And you're also showing your team that you're accepting mediocrity, aren't you? And there's a, a loss of trust there. Well, I've seen it happen over and over and over again. The poor performer stays and the good performers go because they see that nothing is being done about this individual. So they decide, well, you know what? Well, if they're working you know, less effectively uh, than I am, then what the hell am I kicking my can as hard as I can? I'll just go somewhere else. Mm. So you're left with the problem, more of the problem, but not addressing the problem. Avoid mistakes others are making and take your auto repair shop to the next level. To reach out, email admin at workshopwhisperer.com with the subject Workshop Whispers and we'll answer your question in our next Workshop Whispers episode. We see it time and time again uh, with our clients. They may have hired someone in the past who is what we call an energy vampire and, you know, they have other names. They may have strong narcissistic traits or we might call them a, a toxic team member. But uh, some of the, the things that might show up is that they talk behind your back to the other team members. Um, they're tardy with their attendance, uh, their performance. Sometimes they're the best performer in terms of productivity and efficiency or sometimes they're the worst performer and they are always got excuses, always um, trying to cover uh, and perhaps they're dishonest as well, whether that's with, you know, charging out time or um, they might even be stealing. What is it that somebody having somebody like that on our team that we hired, what's that there to teach us? Well, number one is um, every single one of us, ourselves included, has made a bad hire. 
every single one of us. You know, I mean, most interviews are like a Facebook profile. They look fantastic. And given that, that human beings are no different to any other energetic particle, i.e. we can rise to a, to a, you know, to a higher energetic level, um, but we can't stay there. So we will come back to our natural resting state. And I found that's around the, uh, you know, the three to six month mark is when you'll see an individual's true working style. Okay. Mm. It's why induction processes are so uh, important, but it's also why it's really, really important um, to have in your employment uh, contracts, you know, like break clauses. If it's not working for them or if it's not working for you, there's a period of time that uh, you know, everyone can, uh, can shake hands and go their separate ways. Mm. Um, it's probably important to note here for you out there listening in Australia, obviously it's mandatory in Australia to have a three-month probation period. But if you're saying that it could be up to six months before, you know, somebody can actually wear their mask uh, for up to six months before, you know, they start to really show their true colours. In Australia, you do have the option of having a six-month probation. So you may want to safeguard yourself uh, and make all of your uh, probationary periods six months. Yeah, and it works for the other person as well. Like if they're too far in, they think, well, God, I can't leave now. Well, you know, but if they're not inspired, if they're not motivated, if they don't feel connected to the business, their performance, you know, stays pretty mediocre, pretty average. So it Mm. gives... Each, each party, party in the relationship, uh, you know, the employer and the employee, mm. um, an opportunity to end that relationship amicably. But coming back to your question, you know, what is it there to teach us? Um, well, number one, I want to say this. Everything around us is us, okay? That is not to say that any one of us is to blame for our current set of circumstances. It is to say that every one of us has 100% responsibility for doing what needs to be done to improve the circumstances now so that we can build a brighter and better future. So no matter the situation with your team members, toxic or otherwise, whatever is occurring right now is not your fault. I worked out um, you know, many years ago that um, I guess one of the biggest, I'll say failings, I'll use that word because I just can't think of a better word right now. I think one of my failings when I moved into management was believing that I was responsible for other people's behavior. I was not responsible for their behavior. My responsibility laid in addressing the gaps in the behaviors they were showing and the behaviors um, that uh, that needed to be demonstrated. Mm. And so that was my role. That was one of the characters I needed to learn was to go in and, and not attack the person uh, for who they were, but go and attack the problem of the behavior that they were demonstrating, right? Because behavior is flexible. Who you are in each one of those characters, as we talked about before, each one of those roles, your behavior changes mm. depending on the character you're portraying at the time. So um, it's crafting, creating the traits the characteristics, uh, the attitudes that allow you to step into an uncomfortable situation, a difficult conversation, um, feeling capable and comfortable to have that conversation. And the combination of those two things, you know, feeling you're having the capacity, the capability to have that conversation, feeling comfortable you know, in your own skin to step and have the conversation produces this thing that we know as confidence. Mm. And I know that um, this is throwing up for me that, you know, being a business owner, making the step from 
uh, running a business, managing a business to truly being a business owner, it's not easy. There's a lot to learn and there's a lot that you need to accept uh, for yourself with your leadership to work on in order for you to be able to hold people accountable to a set of expectations and uh, to have a team with a culture that is what you would like it to be and a place where people would love to work rather than just turn up every day just for their pay packet. And I think um, it can be overwhelming uh, for people listening to think, oh my God, I'll, I'll never be that leader or I'll, um, that's so much work to do. What we're forgetting, and we've been talking about this off air, is that you know your apprenticeship to become a technician, for instance, or for any trade is about four years long. Yet, you're just expecting uh, that you will become the perfect business owner just because you own a business. It takes time and it logistically, it's probably going to take as much time as an apprenticeship for you to acquire the skills that you need if you're around the right people, you're asking the right people for the right advice and uh, particularly if you work with a coach. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. Well, uh, I'm not sure uh, about you or for anyone else listening to this, but um, I would love to hear from those of you who, when you finished your apprenticeship and then made the decision to uh, open up your own uh, auto repair shop, uh, I'd love to know how many of you were given the manual on that first day of um, you know the steps you needed to take to run a profitable, scalable, sustainable workshop from day one. To the best of my knowledge, that document doesn't exist. Well, it, well, it doesn't, and that's why the Workshop Whisperer exists. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we know that <laughs> uh, because there, there is uh, no manual, and, uh, and that's why so many fall into overwhelm and so many struggle. If there was a manual that you were given uh, on the day you became a tradesman uh, t- for future use of, okay, when you're ready, here's how you run a successful business, that would obviously change the game. Uh, but in lieu of that, uh, you know, you need to keep seeking out step after step after step, the next lot of work that you need to do for yourself that you can push through out to your team in order for a business to be successful. Yeah, so let's bring this down to our original question. You know, you don't get the team you deserve, you get the team you need. Well, let's just substitute the word team for shop. You don't get the shop you deserve, you get the shop you need to show you the areas you need to grow. You've got cash flow problems, that's showing you you need to learn more about your numbers. And way too often do I hear, oh, I'm just a mechanic. Well, no, like the statement you have about yourself, the belief you have about your role will determine the quality of education that you seek. So you're not just a mechanic, you're a business owner. Part of the responsibility of being a business owner is not deferring responsibility for understanding your numbers to your accountant, to your bookkeeper. It's doing the work required to to learn that skill so you can have uh, you know, an educated conversation with other individuals, accountant, bookkeeper, mentor, um, uh, you know, business partner that makes sense for where you're at right now. So whether it's your finances, whether it's, um, uh, you know, your training, whether it's your marketing, if that's not working as well as you would like, it's because that is occurring because it's showing you, hey, This is the knowledge, this is the skills, this is the expertise you need to go and search for, seek out uh, and and really, you know, um, cement your understanding of because it's going to help to round out you as the leader of your business. Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple podcast app or wherever you listen. 
Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk, and gold sponsor, Podium. 